Hey friends, coming at you with another episode of Mini Minnesota Minivan Chronicles. <laughs> Just like every other Minivan Chronicles, it's been recorded in Minnesota. Um, I am coming to chat to you guys today about um, something super easy that you can do in your classroom um, to incorporate more um, inquiry-based learning um, and kind of setting students up for success uh, in other classes as well. So today I, um, I teach an introduction to agriculture class and also natural resources class. And today we went outside and did observations for both of those classes. Um, they were for, for somewhat different reasons that we went outside and did observations, um, but kind of the task or the way that we did it was similar. So for my introduction to agriculture class, we are, uh, we just finished up our soils unit and we are moving on to our plant science unit. And so the class period today was kind of weird because we had about 15 minutes that the kids were taking a quiz and then we had about 20 minutes left of class. And so it felt weird to try and start notes or try and start something new. Uh, so what I had students do is I told them we were moving into our plant science unit. And then they basically made a template in their notebook. So uh, the template in their notebook covered, um, covered like, so they had to across the top write location, time, and date. And then right below that, they had to identify what the weather was like. So what was the temperature, um, what, how many miles per hour the wind was blowing, where was it blowing from, um, what direction. We, should, we just use the apps on our phones to do that. Um, or I used the app on my phone and told the kids. Uh, and then uh, they had to tell what kind of clouds were outside. So they either had to describe the clouds or if they knew the names of the clouds, they could write that down as well. And then I had them do observations. So for this class, we did observations of plant science, um, or of plants. So in the unit's plant science, we did observations of plants. So students had to uh, observe the plants in our like school community garden area. And they had to make quantitative and qualitative observations. So we talked about kind of the differences between quantitative being like numbers attached to it. So this plant is 10 inches tall. This plant has 15 leaves, like giving a number to something, being specific. And then we talked about qualitative where you're using your five senses to be able to um, describe something. Uh, and so there were, the requirement was fairly minimal, um, but that they just had to make five quantitative and five qualitative observations about the plants in that area. And then on the bottom, I had um, questions, reflections, and surprises. Um, so they had to write things, three questions, reflections, or surprises that they had um, while they were outside doing these observations. And so, um, it, I mean, it was good. It was good. Some of the students were like their observations um, were very uh, bland. I don't know if that's a good description or not, but very minimal. Um, like it's bright outside. <laughs> um, this plant is green, 
And so there are observations, definitely, but not very in-depth ones. So I think this is something that I will probably work on with my students. Um, but I talked to the chemistry and the biology teachers, and they said that this is something that they do um, in their classes for their lab reports. And so um, I was happy that I was able to kind of bring that into my class. Uh, it definitely was meaningful. Meaningful. I think it's good to get those students to like start thinking about stuff. Um, you know, we were looking at sunflowers and uh, different like bean plants that were outside in the community garden. And so some of the questions that students have were like, why is there so many differences between plants? Um, what were some of the, or what are some of the adaptions that plants have? Um, and so those are some of the more in-depth questions that I got that I thought were good. Um, in my natural resources class, we did something very similar, but we are in our water unit. And so we are gearing up for a field trip um, this week where we are going to go to a local body of water and um, do some investigative work as far as what um, organisms are present in that water uh, and then kind of do some some inquiry is this water polluted is it not why what are some clues and hints can trout lived in this area because that might be uh, or this the trout is what connects us to this field trip the trout that we're going to raise in our classroom um, and so is it a viable place for trout to live so I wanted to gear the students up and kind of get their brains to start kind of thinking in that like observation question mode uh, and so for that class, we went outside to observe a small pond that is on our school property. And we um, set it up the same, so location, time, date, weather, and then instead of um, quantitative and qualitative observations, I just had um, observations and then questions in the middle. And then at the bottom, they just did their reflect, they had to have reflections on the bottom. So for this one, I said that they had to have eight and eight and then three reflections on the bottom. So the questions that I got out of this group was like, they were really, really good, I thought. Um, especially since we have, we, I just introduced the water unit yesterday, so it's still pretty new. They don't have a very like deep understanding, but they use what they've known from other classes or what they've learned from other classes to be able to... Uh, incorporate that into their observations and their questions so some of the questions were like what will this pond look like in the winter uh, what is the estimated height of the cat cattails in the middle why are the cattails in the middle higher than the cattails on the outside or taller um, why are there only trees growing around the outside why are there only a certain species of trees growing on the outside uh, how many organisms, or what is the, or, oh, what did the students say? What is the cattail density per square foot? <laughs> um, how many organisms are living in this pond? Um, how many organisms are there in the pond that we will not be able to count or identify? Um, what are certain, like, species names of plants or animals? Um, some students made observations like I could walk in six feet on one side of the pond before I hit water and only three feet on the other side of the pond before I could hit water. Um, and so kind of the, the, their minds were really clicking. It was good. So with that, we then kind of circled up next to the pond and everyone shared like what they thought one of their best questions was. And, um, it was good. It was so good, you guys. 
the students were then kind of like, oh, yeah, that's a good question. Oh, I wonder, like, how would we measure how tall that um, cattail is in the middle of the middle of the pond how would we do a sample and so I think it was a good precursor for this field trip that we're going in going on on Thursday but both of those um that I just explained I think are easy for you to be able to do in really any class that you have uh let's say you have an animal science class and maybe you have some type of um school animal school pet um being able to have students observe that pet um observe that thinking of Miss um, Cooper down in Louisiana and she I know just got a few goats for their school farm um, and so maybe students are going to go out and observe the goats and maybe you have them do quantitative and qualitative observations of the goats um, within maybe a certain time period maybe you just have them do a general observations and like questions that they have um, so really you can do this with any class also have this on my Instagram so if you want to see like actual like what this looks like set up in a notebook I will save it to my highlights so you can see that so I hope you all have a fantastic day that's just one way that you can incorporate observations quantitative and qualitative into your classroom as always you can find me on Instagram at Mrs. Wedger or you can email me egg with Miss Wedger at gmail.com. Have a great day. Bye-bye, everybody.